Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Thursday morning. It is cold out there. I tell you, it's colder in my mother-in-law's heart, and that's that's pretty cold. <laughs> uh, I love my mother-in-law. I like to aggravate and torment her every chance I get. It brings me great joy uh, to get to do that. But uh, I hope that everybody has uh, had a good night's rest last night and uh, doing well. Uh, please continue to keep me in your prayers. And uh, I'm trying to get over this sickness and uh, uh, trying to find some kind of diet to help me with my blood pressures. I don't don't want to be on blood pressure medication at all if I can if I can help it. So uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Let's see who all we have this morning here. Let's see here. We've got. Uh, Brandy Boyd Young, she's that name sounds familiar. Darlene Barker, Nancy Tyree. We saw Larky when I was coming out of the emergency room yesterday. Got to talk to him for a minute. Yeah, Amy Oaks Turner, uh, Jennifer Honeycutt. So good morning to all you wonderful people this morning. And uh, again, if I uh, didn't call your name or something, I see there's a lot more people watching. If I didn't call your name, uh, then. It's because I didn't see it. It didn't populate. Because it shows a number at the top left corner. Of people, my number of people watching. They only see certain names populates uh, in the comments section. So uh, don't be offended if I didn't call your name because I uh, it didn't show it. So I don't want anybody to get upset with me. Let's go ahead and do our uh, stand, do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for what a wonderful country we do live in. Uh, as I said uh, several mornings uh, that I'm uh, aggravated with the racial tension in our country and the liberals who are pushing the divide uh, you know, right now, of course, now they got uh, uh, Chauvin uh, in behind bars, and the liberals are, are giddy with excitement uh, to have him behind bars. Well, now they've moved on to uh, the shooting in Ohio, uh, and uh, LeBron said, uh, you're next, you know, and, and saying that uh, the cop was in the wrong. Anybody that have a mind can see that uh, this girl had uh, they were beating us oh, you've seen it i mean showed it and what makes me really sick uh, and i'm just about uh, i've just had enough of this um it showed this guy kicking a girl while she's down man i tell you what there is no lower form of life than a man who will hit a woman and uh, i tell you that that by itself made me really angry but then uh, uh showed the girl she had a knife and she was getting ready to stab the other girl and the cop had no choice but to you know to shoot her and so now they want to demonize the cop because he happened to be white. It's just, um, it's just ridiculous. I'm just so tired of this. Uh, they act like it's, uh, that every cop's out there to uh, uh, to, to kill uh, every uh, black person they come across, and uh, this is not how it works at all. It's not, a, you know, in fact, there's far more Caucasians that are shot than blacks. And uh, in fact, there's a local business not too far from my house. Uh, the owner was. Uh, uh, more or less saying that cops were bad and that they were uh, after people of color, which is just, you know, uh, you may have a, a few 
bad ones here and there, but the majority of cops are, are for are trying to help people. But anyway, this same individual had their business uh, uh, was vandalized and had racial slurs written all over everything. I even donated the money to uh, help clean up and uh, the equipment that was needed. And I was outraged that somebody would do that. Come to find out, it was a person of color that did the vandalism. <laughs> you know, so it is, uh, but you, you you barely heard anything about that. It was a kind of a brief thing in the news, and they, they hushed, hushed it up quickly. You know, I, uh, like I said before, I, I care less what color you are. I really do. Uh, my concern is the heart, and, uh, you know, you're going to have nasty people. I don't care if you're black or white or red or yellow or whatever. You have people that are smart alecks and jerks and rednecks and nasty, and uh, and you have people who are sweet of spirit and kind and wonderful. Uh, I've had uh, a lot of wonderful and sweet uh, African-American friends. I've also uh, I've seen a lot of nasty redneck white people. On the, on the flip side, I've seen a lot of really sweet, wonderful white people, and I've seen a lot of nasty, racist black people. So, you know, it, it's not exclusive to one race or the other. It's a heart condition, people. That's what we're getting at here. It is a heart condition. And like I said before, uh, that's all that's going to heal this this racial divide. And uh, we're going to pray for our country, pray for the hearts and minds of uh, the, this nation and its leaders. And because, uh, like I said, God don't care about your skin color. You know, in fact, you know, you think about it, look at uh, Moses. Uh, he married an Ethiopian, you know. And uh, Aaron and Miriam uh, was making fun of him. Well, guess what? Miriam got struck down with leprosy, you know. So uh, uh, there's, there's no, um, uh, nothing in the Bible uh, that supports racism. Uh, in fact, quite the contrary. So we're going to have to uh, work hard to not allow the hatred that the world's trying to push on us towards another race uh, it's ridiculous, you know, uh, and so we're going to have to try to work harder to show kindness to our fellow man, despite what their pigmentation is. Uh, who who cares what your what your skin color is? It's just um, it's getting crazy, people. It's just getting out of control. It's really ticking me off. I'll be honest with you, I'm just tired of hearing about it. I really am. And uh, like I said, before all this started with. Uh, well, gosh, it really was George Floyd. It, it goes even back to, was it Michael Brown? That was his name. And um, uh, in, which attacked a cop then. Uh, you, know, it, you know, it started several years ago with this stuff, and it just, just snowballed with George Floyd. And um, we're going to have to, you know, it's sad to see that we have actually went back in time with racial divide instead of progressing forward. And we have progressed forward in a great way, but for whatever reason, they want us to, to stay back uh, in time with uh, with racism, and uh, uh, we have no place for that. You know, uh, God doesn't want that. God don't care. Uh, you know, uh, as a Christian, if you're feeling those feelings of hatred and bitterness towards another race, you need to bring it before God and ask for forgiveness and ask for help uh, to not feel that way uh, because uh, there's a lot of great people out there that uh, we're going to miss out on knowing if all you're looking at is an outward appearance. And I don't get that goes for white or black or, like I said, any race. Uh, we need to get, try to get to know each other and look for opportunities to spread the gospel. And that's what uh, is why we are here. Let's look at our morning verse, Matthew 20, 28. 
Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. All right, as me. Peppy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Speaking of uh, sports figures, and we talked about LeBron, who uh, put a tweet out there and quickly removed it when he put out there that you're next. Uh, just, I got no use for him anyway. He's a liberal. Let me stop. Anyway. <laughs> A ball player I think is far better than LeBron is is Michael Jordan. You know, when I was in uh, 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 younger and gosh, I guess was eighth grade, I guess seventh grade, see, I don't know, somewhere in there. That's when uh, Michael Jordan, Eddie. That's when uh, just you know everybody's like, man, I want to be like Michael Jordan. I remember us being in the gym at uh, when we were Tri City Christian. I remember different guys running up and trying to do the uh, uh, like the Michael Jordan jump to the uh, to the hoop. Of course. How he, I mean, it's, it's crazy how he looked like he would float in the air. I mean, it's just it's weird how he could do that, you know, and uh, and it's true. White men can't jump, and uh, <laughs> at least I couldn't anyway. Uh, but it was, you know, you, you had that slogan, uh, I want to be like Mike, you know, and uh, that, was, that was the big slogan there for a while. And he was a good ball player. Ain't nobody could deny that. Uh, of course, there's always the debate between him and Larry Bird, but uh, I still, I think, old Jordan had him beat uh, nonetheless. So, you know, the world, you know, we, we look at that slogan and uh, we think about a, an awesome, talented uh, ball player like Michael Jordan. But, you know, as Christians, uh, you know, instead of the slogan, uh, be like Mike, uh, we need to have the slogan, be like Jesus. You know, we had the book, uh, In His Steps by Sheldon, that um, uh, was where we got the WWJD, what would Jesus do? Because the whole town decided they would try to have that kind of mental attitude of what would Jesus do, and it tr totally transformed uh, that that whole town. And if you haven't read that book, uh, get a chance to check that out. It's by Sheldon, and it's called uh, In His Steps. Very good book. It's a good, easy read, not a thick book, uh, so it won't take you long to read it. But I highly recommend it if you if you can you can get your hands on that. But, uh, you know, and of course I've had professors who uh, had problems with uh, what would Jesus do. Uh, when I was in graduate school, I had a professor up in Indiana. He said, uh, I can't stand that. He said, uh, well, there's no way we would know what would Jesus do because we don't have the mind of Christ. And I, and I get where he's coming from. You know, obviously we don't know because we are, uh, we are not perfection as Jesus is. We're not a deity as Jesus is. So we, we can't possibly know what Jesus would do, but we have an idea based on God's word. That's why we, that's one thing he was talking about the inspiration and the translation of God's word last night's study in, in Second Peter. Uh, we have an idea of what would Jesus do, but it's the, it's the point is to me, uh, if, if you, you know this professor had a problem with that, to me it's this, is to be like Christ. To strive to have that mind of God, you know, just like we were talking about the the Michael Jordan. I want to be like Mike. We want to be like Jesus. We want to have that that mind. We want to to have that love. We want to have that forgiveness. We want to have that mercy. We want to strive to be more like Jesus Christ. And the only way that we could um, uh, one area that we as Christians really need to work on is what is known as servant leadership. And it's really what we're striving at here this morning, Matthew twenty twenty eight is uh, servant leadership you know because we had um james and john 
uh, who uh, they wanted to be on each side uh, when Christ uh, goes to his throne in heaven. They want to be on each side of that. And the, the disciples were, were really put off. Uh, they felt like it was uh, uh, bad form. They felt like it was uh, very arrogant of them to ask to be placed on, on each side of, of Jesus' throne. And, uh, and of course, they, they had to suffer in a major way, uh, big time. Christ told them they going to have to suffer. But um, when you look at the word servant, it means slave. And that's what we need to do. You know, we think about leadership uh we you know, of course often we, we think of position we think of title uh you know like i've told you this before i have uh worked in of course i've worked a lot of jobs but you know i've seen how it changes people yeah that uh, i've had friends that were sweet nice wonderful people and as soon as they get a a position of power a supervisor manager position they become just nasty. I mean, just nasty people, and they abuse that authority, and they abuse that power, and nobody wants to work with them, for them, or be around them. But it, when, it, when it comes to leadership from the Christian perspective, we need to have what is known as that servant leadership, because when Jesus Christ was talking to them about this, that's at the time that he took the towel and wrapped around and washed the disciples' feet. And remember, the the slave that uh, or the, the servant or that that was like the the lowest form of service uh, within that home would be the one to have to wash the feet because uh, you can imagine it was dusty, dirty, muddy, whatever it may be. That was the lowest position one could have is be the one who had to wash the the guest's feet who come into that home. And here Jesus takes up the towel and he gets on his knees. You know, and you can see why Peter was like, no, Lord, please, you know, don't do this. You know, knowing that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, that he's fully God and he's fully man, to see him creep creep down to wash my feet. Oh, my gosh, because I know what an evil, wicked wretch I am. And to have Jesus Christ, God Almighty, to be on his knees to wash my feet, that uh, uh, just... you talk about humility, you know, it, it should really humble you at the thought of that. And I guess that's what Christ is calling it. Well, like, I guess I know that's what God wants us to do. He wants to have that air of humility. When you don't need to be worrying about position, worrying about title. We need to show that, 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 that spirit of humility. We need to make sure that we are being servants, slaves to Jesus Christ, and that we are willing to do uh what God calls us to do. Now, the word servant in Matthew 20, 27 says, again, as I said, means slave. Not every servant was a slave, but every slave was a servant. It is it is sad commentary in the church today that we have many celebrities, but very few servants. There are many who want to exercise authority, but few who want to take the towel and basin and wash feet. Paul reminds us that our attitude is to be like Christ and that we consider others better than ourselves and do nothing out of vanity or selfishness. Rather, we look out for the other's interests, or sorry, look out for the interest of others, Philippians 2, 3 through 4, in the sense then that every Christian is a servant. So you need to ask yourself, am I esteeming others better than myself? Am I demonstrating the spirit and the attitude of a servant? Or am I showing great arrogance? And, uh, and expect people to uh, do my bidding, if you will. 
Uh, and we have to be very careful about that. You know, as Christians, we need to make sure that we are setting others above ourselves. And in a world where everybody wants a viral video, wants their 15 seconds of fame, uh, and they're focused on themselves, we need to remember, dive ourselves daily, pick up the cross and follow after Jesus Christ. And so that's why we've got to work harder at uh, building others up, to esteem others better than ourselves, to put ourselves in, in the back seat. And it's hard to do because we are selfish, prideful people. We want recognition. We want pats on the back. We want people to see us. And so it's very hard for people to do that. But we've got to be serving. We've got to make sure that we're doing the things that Christ wants us to do. And um, like I said, it's, it's not easy to do. It's, it's not easy to show humility. And um, uh, I, was I was trying to debate whether to read this last sentence or not. Let me go ahead and read it. It says, like a good parent, the true servant leader knows the difference between the needs of his spiritual children and their selfish wants and desires. So uh, the bottom line to the application of servant leadership is that we don't emulate the examples of the world. Our example is Jesus, who came as a servant. Therefore, our mission is to serve one another, to give of ourselves. Christ came to give life. We are to give of our lives not only in service to him, but to our fellow man, including those in the church and outside of it. So uh, think about that today as you're going out and about your business. And um, let's uh, make sure that we are showing that humility and uh, getting on our knees each day. And say, God, what is your marching orders? Where would you have us to go? What would you have us to do? Uh, you know, is there somebody in need? You know, they may, you know, when I see somebody in need, it don't mean you, uh, somebody that's homeless or destitute. I think a lot of people think that automatically. It might just be the little old lady needs help getting her groceries into her car. You know, there's a lot of times I've been out to Wally World and I see a, an elderly person struggling, and I'll say, "Hey, do you, do you need some help? Can I help you?" And I was like, uh, I was at uh, Lowe's here. Uh, I've been a month or two back. This elderly gentleman's in front of me, and he had bought, uh, gosh, I don't know how many uh, pieces of plywood. I mean, I mean the thick stuff too. And uh, uh, he's by himself, and he had a, all this wood. And I said, "Do you need some help?" He said, "I'd appreciate it." And the poor old guy he didn't even have a truck; he had a van. Those pieces, those pieces of plywood barely fit in that van. Got about two or three in there, and he had it leaning on the driver's side. I just happened to see it, and I said, you ain't going to be able to drive like that. I said, you're going to have to lean that to the other side. I had to take every piece of that back out. Fortunately, a guy that worked there come out there to help and had to take all those pieces of went out, put it back in there, lean them on the other side. All this, you know, I didn't do that for uh, for vain glory. I didn't do that to say, look what I have done. I am Mr. Christian. You know, I wasn't doing that. I did that because I saw somebody in need that needed help. You know, it might be somebody, uh, maybe somebody, a short person needs help getting a can off the shelf. <laughs> you can reach up and get that can off the shelf for them. You know, uh, it, it could be the little things. Uh, holding a door for somebody. You know, just showing humility, showing Jesus to a world who don't know God. And uh, that's, you know, we got to be that light in the world of darkness. So ask yourself, when you get aggravated and frustrated with people, am I esteeming others better than myself? Or am I putting pride and selfishness ahead of that? So uh, ask yourself today, am I being a servant leader as Christ's example? And, that, and that's the, the, the point of this whole message this morning. Is let's make sure that we are having the mind of Christ. Am I, it, 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 am I emulating the things of Jesus? You know, just like we're talking about to be like Michael, let's be like Jesus. Let's emulate the things of God in Christ in our day-to-day -day lives. If we can do that... 
uh, you'll be doing pretty good. So, but uh, I saw while I was speaking here, uh, Mr. Jerry Keller said that uh, I prayed for Joanne. She's having some surgery. We'll definitely be praying for that. And uh, Talena Greer will be definitely praying for her too. She's in some pain, so we'll definitely be praying. Let's go ahead and pray and uh, let's bow our heads. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this uh, morning's devotion. Uh, Lord, help us to be more like you. Help us to emulate your attributes, your love, your joy, your forgiveness, your grace. Help us to show humility and let us esteem others better than ourselves. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I do want to lift up Miss Joanne Keller this morning, and I pray that you'll guide the doctor's hands, that the surgery will go well without any problems or complications. And Lord, give peace and strength to her and Jerry both. Lord, I pray to be with Talena, that you take away this pain and discomfort she's experiencing. I do pray for uh, Wendy Lee and Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Troy, Lynn and David Feathers. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with uh, several uh, messages I got last night of people who are uh, severely. Uh, battling COVID uh, issues, and uh, Lord, you know those situations. Uh, Lord, I do pray for Ron Thompson, Larry and Donna Knight, and uh, so many others, Lord. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch Lord, protect us this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always a pleasure. Remember, if you can't ever have, uh, uh, if you have problems watching on Facebook, always go to our website at flbconline.com, and no matter if it is um, the devotions or church service, always if you can't watch on Facebook, because I'm telling you, Facebook's making it harder. And it's like uh, these devotions and our sermons, like last night's message, they won't let me share it to the church Facebook page anymore. I've, I've gone through Brandy's account, trying to use my account, won't let me do it. They said we've shared too many times and won't let us do it. So that Facebook is cracking down on conservative and Judeo-Christian values, and they're going to make it harder on us. So. Uh, it's going to be a matter of time. I think they want to shut down anybody who tries to spread the gospel. So uh, if you keep watching on Facebook, go to our website. And on the devotions, as I do each morning, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast, and uh, you listen. Listen. Now, there's no video. You can listen to that as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a blessed day, a wonderful day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.